nicotinamide, adenine dinucleotide. In this case, referring to NAD+. And I promise to keep this as simple as possible. But what we're looking at is compounds or elements, for example, in this case, flavonoids, carotenoids, uh, stilbenes, uh, and basically other compounds per se, as you see in this chart right here, that are gonna help keep NAD+, I would say, elevated at least to, hopefully, at youthful levels. Now, this is gonna be in relation to a couple of complicated issues in regard to PRP1 and sirtuins, uh, otherwise SIRT1 and CD38. Now, PRP1 and CERT1, you want to see things that help raise it. I'm just going to keep it simple. CD38 is responsible for the degradation of NAD plus in the body, so you obviously we would like to see that lower. And this is where these compounds come in. Now, people may ask too, well, why can't I just take NAD plus orally? And yes, you can. However, though, there's some challenges when it comes to, without getting technical, uh, how it's broken down in the body, especially the small intestine itself, back into nicotinamide uh, mononucleotides and so on and so forth, um, nicotinamide ribosides and some other elements per se on that aspect. But we'll get into that in a second. So what you're trying to do here, since you may not be successful with the oral consumption of NAD+, uh, maybe a better route to look at synergistic combinations, which help keep NAD+, elevated at least uh, the objective of reaching youthful levels. And let's look at this chart real fast. All right, so we're looking at still beans. We're looking at resveratrol, pterostilbene, which you see the P-T-R-O, uh, so it's pterostilbene. The flavonoids, quercetin, fisetin, otherwise some people like to pronounce fistin, luteolin, luteolinidin, uh, and apigenin. Apigenin, and these are all incredibly exciting compounds. And then we're looking at the carotenoids. I know the temptations to say carotenoids because of carrot. Carotenoids, astaxanthin, lycopene, other compounds, curcumin, coenzyme Q10, betaine, alpha-ketoglutarate, as well as epigallocatechin, gallate, EGCG, which a lot of you are being familiar with, primarily with green tea, but it's in other elements as well as that. I started speaking a little slower. We have a lot of ground to cover. So again, Real promising. We cannot cover them all. So all I could do is give you a taste, a reference to four of them, which looked like the standout in the crowd, even though they're all exceptional. So we're gonna look at astaxanthin. We're gonna look briefly at lycopene, some element in regard to coenzyme Q10, as well as pterostilbeam. Otherwise, the one looks like pterodactyl. So let's get rid of this chart, and I will display this chart again after the video is over, this way you can review it. And if you want to, write things down. So let us proceed. And I'm gonna slow down in some aspects and speed it up along some of the technical parts which I need to connect things together. So please forgive me if you see me going kind of fast. I will slow it down during the important parts. So to keep it simple, title of the research, Potential Synergistic Supplementation of NAD+, promoting compounds as a strategy for increasing health span, longevity, or healthy aging. The purpose of this review. Multiple cohort studies spanning various age groups have shown significant decreases in NAD plus levels with age. This dysregulation identifies NAD plus as a potential target for age-related pathologies, related pathologies, in model organisms, da-da, 
NAD plus precursor administration resulted in delayed muscle atrophy, improved neurodegenerative pathologies, and restored metabolic function. Again, NAD is an incredibly exciting compound altogether. The clinically relevant evidence regarding the targeting of NAD plus to replenish endogenous stores and invigorate the NAD plus salvage pathway is compounding, raising the question how NAD plus administration may be able to affect aging or age-related deficits in humans. Given the importance of maintaining NAD plus levels for optimal health and longevity, restoring NAD plus levels is a promising and feasible approach in promoting health during aging. Again, take excerpts from the full study. The link will be there on the YouTube channel. Please follow up. Again, trust but verify. To proceed, in this review, quoting, we focus on the decrease in nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide with age and supplementation of NAD plus precursors such as nicotinamide mononucleotide, otherwise known as NMN, nicotinamide riboside in combination with other geroprotective compounds. I like that term you don't hear often, geroprotective compounds, to restore NAD plus levels present in youth. Furthermore, the geroprotectors may enhance the efficacy in NMN supplementation while concurrently providing their own numerous health benefits by analyzing prevention of NAD plus degradation, i.e. CD38. Uh, through the providing their own numerous health benefits by analyzing prevention of NAD plus degradation through an inhibition of CD38 or supporting protective downstream agents of CERT1. We provide, quoting, a poten potential framework of the CD38 NAD plus CERT1 axis. Da, da, da. Through the geroprotectors may enhance the efficacy of NAD plus precursor supplementation and reduce the risk of age-related diseases, thereby potentiating health spans in humans. All right, here we go. PRP1, I'm just going to give you an excerpt so you get a brief idea of what it does. It doesn't do it justice, but at least it gives you a taste. PRP1, an enzyme that detects DNA damage and facilitates repair pathways. Sounds important. CERT1, uh, a member of the protein family that has evolved in cellular response to various stressors has been shown to be implicated in longevity, but experiments and analysis have yielded mixed in context-dependent re context results. Nonetheless, the high-level athletes exhibit higher telomere length and lowered insulin resistance correlating with high levels of CERT1 expression. Strong correlation. Correlation is not causation, but it's a good start. CD38. CD38. An enzyme responsible for degradation of NAD+, which disrupts the NAD plus synthesis pathways during the course of aging. So basically, not good. Want to keep it lower. CD38 does serve a purpose, but again, just like cholesterol elements, too much may not necessarily be a good thing. So they want to keep it down. To proceed, we're going to focus on the NMN as opposed to NR. It's a nicotinamide mononucleotide in regard to being a solid precursor. And this is why. NMN supplementation has been shown to target one of the hallmarks of aging, telomere attrition. Short-term supplementation of NMN in pre-aging mice and humans ages 45 to 60 years old, I assume humans, showed a significant increase in telomere length in peripheral blood monocular cells as well as altered fecal microbiota U benefiting immune and metabolic pathways, where specific administration in mice has been shown to increase the ratio beneficial to harmful gut bacteria strains. That's why I speak fast. NMN supplementation has also been shown to enhance the miRNA vascular expression profile in H mice, respiratory parameters, and aerobic capacity 
can also be enhanced through six weeks of NMN supplementation in adult runners. So we're speaking to you, humans. Likely attributed to the enhanced oxygen utilization occurring in skeletal muscle in adult runners. Da, 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 there. And so as a result of increased NAD plus availability, lost my place for a second, regained it. Furthermore, the daily NMN supplementation at 250 milligrams is shown to be well-tolerated, efficacious, while increasing the NAD plus to NADH ratio and improving muscle function in aged but otherwise healthy men. NMM supplementation also has been implicated in improving circadian rhythm patterns in older adults, where 250 milligram daily for 12 weeks led to improvements in sleep quality as measured through PsyQ, uh, PSQI, fatigue, and physical performance. All right, now I wanna to go to the four very complementary elements that have been shown to be beneficial in keeping the NAD plus levels uh, a little higher than normal to proceed, at least in age individuals, bringing it back to youthful levels. That would be the, the word I was searching for without incorporating or interjecting publisher bias. We're gonna focus on a couple of them. We can't do the whole study justice. So let's just pick out a few highlights, which I personally found of importance to proceed. Resveratrol and pterostilbeam, pterostilbeam, I know it doesn't make any sense, pterodactyl, think of it that way. Effects might be heightened when used in combination with NMN supplementation to produce optimal results as a cleverly tailored nutraceutical orthomolecular approach delaying or even reversing the signs of aging. That's what you wanna hear. I know that's why you're tuning in the video. Age and risk-related administration, there we go, missed a spot again. Age and risk-related biological markers for certain diseases can also be monitored in response to resveratrol and pterostilbene administration. Co-administration of NMM being taken together, nicotinamide mononucleotide in combination, let's say with resveratrol or pterostilbene, uh, resulted in this case resveratrol, resulted in increased NAD plus levels in the heart and skeletal muscle compared to NMN alone. So NMN, nicotinamide mononucleotide, is really cool but when it combined with xeratrol, and at least according to this study, super. To proceed, CoQ10 and NAD plus supplementation also portray a degree of synergy when analyzing maximum heart rate after exercise and chronic fatigue syndrome. I want to reiterate that. Those individuals with chronic fatigue syndrome, this is really something to highlight. Maximum heart rate was decreased and reports of fatigue improved. Chronic fatigue syndrome, or CFS, shares some characteristics with aging in age-deregulated pathways, such as inflammation and oxidative stress. And CoQ10 and NADH supplementation were further shown to improve fatigue levels of NAD and NAD+, CoQ10, ATP, citrate, citrate synthase, and lipid peroxides. So those with chronic fatigue syndrome, looking at CoQ10 and keeping NAD levels elevated, real promising uh, results in this combination to proceed further. Asaxanthin and lycopene. This stuff is incredible. Here we go. You ready? Unsurprisingly, all right, well, I'm surprised. Asaxanthin is highly efficacious in utilizing CERT1 to achieve longevity-promoting effects in many experimental models. And we want to keep that up. Asaxanthin was shown in vivo to soothe oxidative stress in response to brain injury by upregulating the expression and for NERF2 and CERT1 while concurrently reducing the expression of pro-apoptotic factors, potentially reducing the risk of neuronal death events in post-injury. 
Already the mind begins working, especially those individuals with possible head injuries. Azazanthin sounds really promising. The effects of a high fat-induced diet on cardiac and fibrotic damage also can be ameliorated by azazanthin due upregulation of certain one inhibition of inflammatory cellular mobility and reduced incidence of column deposition leading to fibrosis post-injury. Azazanthin sounds really cool as a post-injury supplement, head injury or otherwise. Azazanthin can additionally protect renal tissue post-injury through its upregulation of CERT1. The most important finding of Azazanthin's ability to boost NAD plus availability was found by, I believe, Zhang, where NMN, Azazanthin, and blood orange extract were utilized to successfully increase NAD plus in aging zebrafish. Well, good for them. Exhibiting superiority in raising NAD plus levels compared to supplementation of just nicotinamide riposide or nicotinamide riposide and azazanthin, and even nicotinamide riposide, riposide and terostilbium. The study can serve as a basis for future studies of supplements to hone in on effective precise dosages and synergistic combinations to maximize the effect of NAD plus boosting approaches in humans. Lycopene. Another tidbit of surprising information, which really expands the appreciation of some of these nutraceuticals to perceive. Lycopene, another red pigment in carotenoid, 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 also possesses strong antioxidant and anti-inflammatory characteristics. Oxidative stress and intrinsic aging process can lead to plasma lycopene depletion. And impaired absorption and supplementation has been shown to improve physical performance, osteoporosis, and skin aging. So lycopene, people usually think of it like a prostate thing, but to proceed, improve physical performance, osteoporosis, and skin aging, according to footnote 187. Interestingly, lycopene activates CERT1 to impact muscle angiogenesis and reverse insulin resistance in models of age-related vascular decline. In vivo and in vitro models of decalactose-induced aging were ameliorated in a superiority trial with astounding results in response to NMM and NMM, nicotinamide mononucleotide, and lycopene combination therapy with increases in superoxide dismutase, GSH, glutathione, and so on and so forth. And evidence of senolytic abilities, NRF2 was upregulated, and vivo models showed enhanced cognition compared to NMN alone. So there you have NMM is basically a rising star on its own, combined with a few of these compounds, like in this case, this last part was lycopene, Wow. So you see what I mean? This is what we talk about potentiating synergistic combinations to really keep those NAD plus levels uh, as high as possible, at least hopefully restored to that of youthful levels per se, but still just the same. It is incredible, incredible tools in your nutraceutical arsenal. All right. To proceed to the conclusion, quoting, perhaps the maximum benefit can be derived not simply from one compound, but from an ingredient profile incorporates multiple compounds that work together to achieve synergistic effect. If a formulation can function to boost NAD plus levels, NAD plus levels, and CERT1 activity and reduce or reduce CD38 activity, remember CD38 activity degrades NAD plus, this will optimize lifespan and health span. Two very important words. Living longer is the goal, but living healthy longer is a great compliment to that goal. Via extension supplements. Further, the more pathways that are affected, the more broadly these supplements can be applied to have a positive impact on health and aging of multiple bodily symptoms. Symptoms. 
That's what we don't want. Systems. This will expand the application of these supplements, thereby broadening the populations that may benefit. And again, in this case, any population which ages looks like will be yielding the greatest benefit. So the takeaway, what you're looking at is basically synergistic compounds. What we had before, uh, when you look at the luteolin, uh, the, uh, I, not to take away from physistine, uh, you're looking at tons of the compounds per se. They are all incredibly, curcetin, like we all know, are all incredible, incredible. We couldn't include it all in this one particular video, otherwise I have to speak much, much faster than I currently do, am right now. But still, it has a great, great potential of hypothetical efficacy, if not even causal, and a lot of the uh, studies which are already done. Future studies need to be uh, propagated in combination with nicotinamide mononucleotide uh, or nicotinamide riboside and to see which one works the best in regard to dosaging and so, so on and so forth. But still just the same, it shows us a path. Now it's a question of what is the best way to take that path. Henceforth, the link is gonna be there for you on the YouTube channel. Always, always never forget gratitude to all the researchers involved. There's a lot of videos out there on NAD Plus. If you wanna link it below, you're perfectly welcome to do that. You're welcome, again, all I do is just cover the research, but still it is just gratitude to the researchers. And as always, I am humbled you watch. Please forgive me for talking kind of fast. As you know, a lot of ground we covered today but hopefully elucidated some of the synergistic compounds that may yield benefit to you or others as a whole. Again, or individually. Catch you all next time. See you then. Bye.